Lips Friday Foreplay. I know, right? Crazy. Listen, I got a great one today, and I put a lot of extra work in it for you, and that's why it's a couple days late. I can't believe how late it is, but that's the way it goes. That's the way it is. Stop complaining. Jeez Louise. Now, listen, here's the backstory here. Um, so I like to do the thrift shop shopping because I'm hella broke all the time, and I'm always looking for the deals. Every time there are certain sections of a thrift shop that I like to peruse. Once again, I know that word. been using it a lot. So, uh, for instance, I'm a man. Menswear. I go to the menswear, look in the... Okay, let's admit it. Extra large. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sad. But I do. I go to the extra large, look at the t-shirts. I kind of skip the jeans. I really shouldn't. i got to buy a new pair of jeans. Anyway, uh, I like going to the, uh, the mugs, the cups the books and the CDs, DVDs, etc. And uh, the CDs, rarely do you find anything that um, is exciting. Even if, if you do, you probably already owned it. But this time, this past week, I picked up one hell of a gem. And if you follow the Instagram, the Veneto Money Shot podcast, you would see which one it is because I posted it because I just could not believe it. This was at the thrift store on Marion. What is it? Salvation Army? Goodwill? I don't know. Whatever. Um, off the Wagon. Um, now, what, the band is called Off the Wagon. It's a self-titled CD from uh, 1999. I believe it's the only Off the Wagon CD. I don't know for sure. But um, I was hella excited about this purchase and find. Now, you may be saying, what kind of music is it? Well, guess what? Here's a little taste right here. Pow! Yes, if you're lonesome. Right? I know. That was track one, Living in Sin, number two. And I'm going to be playing in numerical order snippets of each track as this Friday foreplay progresses. Um, so let's get right into it. Off the Wagon. Who the hell is in Off the Wagon, okay? Um, we got off the credits of the CD inlay. Off the Wagon are Joanne Rodriguez, vocals. Rami Rikus, rhythm guitar, vocals, which is Rami Mays. Uh, Chris Saywell, Lead guitar, Jackson Haldane, sorry. Uh, banjo, mandolin, and vocals. Tom Foley, bass, and Matt Coop, drums, mandolin, vocals. Oh, drums and mandolin. So you, it's a six-member outfit. And uh, as you may have heard there, it's a little grassrooty. It's a little country. Let's have a little taste again. Pow! guitar effect crazy that's uh, moonshine track number two um yeah off the wagon i remember first hearing about back at the when the west end, west end cultural center would have like i think throwback thursdays and the ducks were headlining this throwback and off the wagon had a reunion of all six members and uh they performed at the west end and i was like blown away i was like oh my god this is amazing shit and i can honestly say I, i've never been a huge fan of bluegrass you know, but it has such a prairie feel to it and the talent of the musicians just make it blow up. And so I was immediately a fan, especially because um, the, the, it's a super group. And I, I said that I actually interviewed Joanne Rodriguez and Rami Mays. So I thought it'd be kind of cool to go back 
uh, on those interviews because they both talk a little bit about off the wagon. So I thought that'd be pretty cool. But before we do that, let's have a little bit more of this self-titled album. Boom! Track three, 74 Backdoor. I really like this song because Joanne takes the first verse, Rami takes the second verse, and then they kind of mix it up in the, in the end there. So cool, so awesome. Now, there's not a lot I can find uh, of off the wagon on the internet, but I did find a, a description, an official description of the group, so I'm just gonna read it to you. Um, it says, the, the six friends got together and started one of the first country bluegrass electric bands in the country. It was the beginning of all their musical careers. J-Rod and Jackson and Rami sang sweet harmonies. Ooh, okay, we know it's Jackson. Because I, I couldn't figure out. There's like a male... Okay, I'll get to that. Um, yeah, where was I? And Rami and Twisty and Matt fielded it with a driving rhythm section. Saywell uh, dirtied the whole band up with his electric grinding sounds and Jackson held it to the roots by rolling the banjo throughout it all. Yeah, the banjo, the mandolin, it just gives it such a signature sound. It was a time and a place in Winnipeg and if you were there, you remember the nights at the Horseshoe and the late uh, and the late night Fred Eaglesmith and Steve Earle jams. Pretty cool, yeah. Originals, covers, blah, blah, blah. So lots, lots of history in this band. Damn it, I spilled my Robins. Lots of history in this band. And uh, speaking of which, how about an, another little bit of history? Track number four, let's go! Corn, peas, and onions. Gross, onions. Uh, the only instrumental track on the, the self-titled Off the Wagon. Let's dive into the actual art and inlay information. So I read the band members. Uh, it was recorded at McCurdy Manor. What the fuck? McCurdy Manor. Uh, and also at Ambience Professional Recording. Engineered by Chris Brett. Engineered by Leigh Filbert. Mastered by Chris Brett. Um, it's funny, they have a contact information, information at 173 Osborne, like a mailing address if you want to be in the fan. Even a phone number, <laughs> 204-552, blah, blah, blah. That's funny, putting a phone number on it. I guess it was back in the day that was considered cool. Uh, the photography is, uh, you know, just rural, kind of forgotten about Manitoba towns with, like, you know, old-style pumpy gas and uh, an amusement park ride, half-covered pickup truck, and the back the back is the best. It's like a, a leaning barn that you see so many times on the way to, like, Gimli or, or uh, Steinbeck. Just, like, old-school time has destroyed this building. So let's celebra celebrate it and put it on an album. Um, I think I'm going to Google something like McCurdy Manor. And while I'm doing that, why don't you listen to another clip of the album, track number five, El Dorado. Well, the days are long without you, and I can't remember how to pass the time. But you don't have that problem, because it's daytime here, and where you are, it's night. Humans ain't so bad. the clock spins like my hips, help them out. So there you 
you go. And that must be Jackson singing. He's the only one credited. Uh, he's not. They don't have official credits of who's singing what on the album. Um, but as I said, Jackson is. There's four tracks where the there's male vocals, so I'm assuming he's doing all of them. Anyway, I could be wrong. Who knows? I did not find anything on McCurdy Manor, but interesting, interestingly enough, uh, the label on this album release is Dollar Tone Records. So, wow, it's still in operation, dollartonerecords.com. Um, and they have artists, they have a, a handful of maybe a dozen artists. None of them, of course, are off the wagon. But um, let me just read you what they have under about. Dollar Tone is a full-service music company offering bespoke campaigns to suit clients' needs. Uh, they do booking, consulting, management, blah, blah, blah. While Dollar Tone began as a label originally based in Winnipeg, Manitoba in the 1980s, it, has handed, it was handed over to artist manager and booking agent Shauna Cooper in 2010. The company moved its offices to Guelph. Guelph, Ontario, the label morphed to offer expanded label services and booking agency at that time. So, wow, it's like big corporation, little corporation takeovers. Kind of neat, eh? Uh, yeah, so go check out Dollar Tone and see if you like anything on there. So that's pretty cool that they're still around. So, anyway, as I said, I'm going to get to, I have clippets, clippets, I have clips of the interviews with Rami Mays um, and Joanne Rodriguez coming up. But before that, let's have a little sneak peek at track number six called Don't Love A Lot. Don't like the cold winters But get by Don't like when the rivers Flow too Wow, right? I mean, those harmonies are in fucking incredible. So super cool. I'm gonna just list off the rest of the song titles because I'm gonna intercut them in order to the interview segments of Joanne and Rami that I pulled from their interviews. So after that comes Red Mud, Give Me a Squirt of That Root Beer Lake, which is hilarious, One Last Chance, uh, Load So Big, <laughs> My Window Faces the South, one of my personal favorites on the album, My Window Faces the South. And uh, then it ends with a medley, which I love, kind of like Paul's Boutique. A little medley for you of three songs. Um, Cabin, Home on the Hill, It's Mighty Dark to Travel, and Blackberry, Blackberry Blossom. So there you go. Now, here's some clips with uh, Joanne and Rami when I was asking them about the history of Off the Wagon, starting with asking Joanne about her history with Rami. Yes, we were in Off the Wagon together. Like, I look back at the pictures and it's funny because I kind of feel like I look pretty similar, kind of, from back then. Rami looks like a fucking child. Like a child. Really? <laughs> I'm like, as if you're old enough to drink in that picture, your head looks too small. Like I met her around when I was 18 and we I was living in the village by then and she and I just I don't even remember how we met but there was a group of every I think it was like that whole 
that roasting house thing she was talking about the village and that scene and that whole like just villagey people and yeah. Joanne and I clicked and she started coming over and jamming and I was still really close coming with over to your Chris. apartment in, in Osborne yes okay and and that, and that was cool because she didn't play an instrument then so like she she had really cool ideas and we sang really nice harmony together right off the bat oh yeah so she would just translate ideas like what if you went like da 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 and so I'd be like, on the guitar, I'd just figure it out. So that's how we wrote songs sometimes and stuff. And wow. it was just really a cool time. And then Chris Saywell from the Blues Puppies, who I was still friends with, and myself and Jackson Haldane and like the, you know, all those guys, we started playing music together a, few, like a couple years later after that. And that was the that was the incarnation of uh, Off the Wagon. We did festivals, but we didn't really hardcore tour. Mm -hmm. And that was a uh, grassroots type of music, right? Am yeah, bluesy? real bluegrassy, real rootsy, country, mm. super fun, harmonizing kind of. And was that something that you listened to at the time or something that you, you yeah, adapted it's, to? It's something that I, I listened to at the time and, st and stuff that I still listen to, like, you know, I love listening to like Skeeter Davis, uh, like the the Davis sisters and kind of Everly Brothers. Kind of like I can't get enough of like Katy Perry on some days, and some <laughs> days I'm just like I can't get enough Bee Gees. And then that door opens other doors, and you get to experience yeah. all these genres, and then all of a sudden you're uh, you're an off the wagon. Well, started with me and Joanne and, and those guys kind of playing just rootsy sort of music that I was kind of writing and then I left for a little while because I was always traveling and leaving and checking out new cities and stuff yeah. and when I came when I came back Jackson was in the band and he had taken it right into country and bluegrass more okay and then he, and he gave me a pretty much bag of cassette tapes that were like like oh god and Ricky Skaggs to like Bill Monroe to everything that I had ne never really immersed myself in before. So that's when I sort of learned that style of music. Right. It's going to music school. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. Especially from Jackson because he's such a good mentor. You know, he's a great teacher. I feel like I can't claim my rights to being in that band that long because I really had a short stint there. I mm. think I was only in the band full time for like as like that's I'm in the band, I have a role, this is mine, I wrote some songs for it, we recorded. Yeah. And then I then I had one of my I gotta leave town and do crazy shit again and I hitchhiked out west to go find this guy I liked. You know? <laughs> so then, wow. A true musician then, hurt. Wow, gotta go. Oh, gotta man, get to my, the next place. I don't even, I've lived 400 lives. Sometimes I'm just so tired. My window faces the south. Though I'm far from 
like did her thing and did more of a solo thing. Um, the D Rangers became the D Rangers. Yeah. And I, I think the next band I was in was the Vigiants at that point. Okay, so there you go. I hope that wasn't too confusing for you, jumping back and forth between Joanne Rodriguez and Rami Mays. Hey, do yourself a favor and check out the full interviews with them. Uh, the episodes are called Joanne Rodriguez Shoots on the Sorrells, Rami Mays Shoots on the Temporarily Employed. Uh, both you'll find in the playlist at our homepage, which is soundcloud.com, the Manitoba Money Shot podcast. And I hope to lure them back in. Uh, because they're in a new band now called the Hickeys. It's, it's a duo of Joanne and Rami, which I think is killer. And uh, once they got something out there, a gig, a, a, a CD, whatever, I hope to get them back because they're amazeballs. Uh, another thing that's kind of interesting, I'll just end with this. Um, off the Wagon, you know, you search it up on YouTube, uh, Off the Wagon, Winnipeg, and someone, La Farm, uploaded a clip that only has 157 views, but it's Off the Wagon from... 99 I'm guessing and uh, live on Lombard on MTN Manitoba Television Network which was before even when we had City so it's pretty cool it's pretty funny to see them in this in the uh, like I think it's a morning show or entertainment show and just to see them so young doing their thing of course I called them a super group because they moved on to the D Rangers and of course very successful career for Rami Mays and the Sorrells the Joanne she's been in so many great great bands that um, I just love them all so much. And yeah, I was really cool to find this CD. It just brought back a lot of memories. And now I get to hear it a lot. I listen to my car all the time. So anyway, that's it. Uh, Friday foreplay over and out. Um, come back on Tuesday for Tuesday Titter or maybe a special interview with someone. Who knows? Very special surprises all around. Join the Mental Money Shot podcast on all the social medias and uh, tell your friends, tell your loved ones, tell your enemies. Check out the show. And I love you. Bye.